What up, you guys? This is Ray here, and I'm here to tell you about the Anchor app. It's the easiest way to make a podcast up to date. To make it break it down for you, it's free. It has a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. It will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and much more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listening ship. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So what are you waiting for? Download the Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. It is time to motivate. What up, what up, everyone? And we are back with another jam-packed episode of Voodoo Bear Talks. I'm your handsome host, Raycel Hemingway, and I just want to sincerely thank you so much for all my amazing listeners for tuning in every week. Thank you all my listeners from Anchor and Spotify for always giving me the juicy love because you guys are fucking phenomenal. And also, please don't be afraid to give a shout out or send a message. See how you guys are holding up during this quarantine. I really want to hear how you guys are really doing because I want you because you are a part of the family. You've always been a part of the Buddha Bear family. So don't ever be afraid. Send a voicemail message here on the Buddha Bear Talks podcast app on Anchor app or Spotify. Don't be scared. You know what to do. So if also if you guys are not following me on social media or my my guests that are also joining the podcast, you can follow me on Buddha Bear Talks 2020. That is the podcast Instagram official page. And you can also follow my personal page on Ray Evolution 85. It also, if you, most of you ladies and gents want to follow my homegirl, Elena, that's been on my episodes one, two, and three. Her Instagram is imper- I'm imperfectly perfect underscore glamour. Always feel free to follow her, all right? Because you guys are amazing and yo, you know how dope she is. And she does nails. So if you're in the Bronx, New York City area, please hit your girl up, send your girl a DM. She could hook your fucking nails up and she is very fucking talented. Go hit that girl up. So in today's episode, we're going to be really discussing the topics of homophobia coming out and the down low. Yeah, I said it, peoples. It's one of those sensitive subjects that we really, really, really got to touch base on because not to be honest, we are losing a lot of our LGBT brothers and sisters around the country. Most of them are being murdered or killing themselves. And we really have to really come together and unite. This ignorance and poison has really got to stop. I'm not sugarcoating this. We already got a pandemic going on and we're almost at the finish line. We're really trying to get back into our awesome normal routines because, you know, normal life, we ain't never been as normal. So to all my people that are listening to this podcast, to all my amazing listeners, I want you to understand this is a podcast to help to help you guys out to heal, overcome and unite together. We are not here to out anybody. I'm here to simply encourage and give you that healing and give you that voice that I am here to support you, even if I'm a million miles away. And it's even if you're not in the New York City area, always remember, I still got your back. 
So in today's episode, we're going to be my homeboy, Peter, is going to be joining the podcast episode today. And he's going to, we're all going to have a nice, briefly shared discussion on homophobia, how is it affecting us in the workplace, outside the workplace, at home, how we're dealing with our families, because I know I'm not the only one that goes through a family, how people saying that being gay is a choice and that it's so not fucking true. It's not a damn choice. And I wish people could really stop saying that and take responsibility for what they're saying because that's almost like telling them that we chose to get teased and say that to the people that has been abusing others and teasing them and how can I also say it? Bullying all around the fucking world. And I'm trying not to cuss as much, but I'm going to keep it real. It's a bunch of bullshit. So without further ado, before we get into this wonderful episode, we're going to, I'm going to start healing all the nonsense that's going on. And also we'll get down to the nitty gritty on toxic masculinity because guys, that shit's not cute. We got to do better. So if you don't like how I'm going to say this too bad, we're going to, I'm going to voice my opinion and we're going to start healing each other because Right now, with the pandemic on, with COVID-19, it's taking everybody out by storm. And, and it's, the virus is not giving a flying fuck who you are. Life is too short. It's time to put that shit in the nitty gritty and come together. And to all my brothers that are going, that are suffering through the same, similar to what I went through, that are on the down low, you guys are not alone. You have a voice. This is your chance to love yourself to respect yourself and become that amazing dope ass king that you are. And always remember, I got your fucking back, but also don't put others that you, that you love the most through hell. Be that real man. Be honest with yourself. Remember that. Okay. And I hope this episode give you peace, healing, and give you some downright realness. All right, you guys, before we get into this episode, take a little brief break from our sponsors. We'll we'll be right back after these messages and then onward to the conversation of me, Peter and Brent. And guess what? Your homegirl Lane is back in episode four. Later, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hola. Hola. Hello there. Hey, my family. What's up? What's up? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right, you guys. Welcome to the Buddha Bear Talks, the podcast, episode four. Yo, thank you guys for joining <laughs> in. <laughs> um, I was just telling my audience about having an open discussion of like homophobia coming out in the down low and this and my trying to encourage my listeners not to like to let them know that they have a voice and this is not no way shape or form of outing anybody because we have a lot of dumb shit going on as it is so I just want to really penetrate and break down some walls because it's about time we really come together and unite and break through the negative bullshit and all the ignorance that's going on that's poisoning the LGBT community. 
So let's open up the discussion because I want people to know, like, as me as a thirty as a thirty four year old out gay man, um, what are like the the struggles? Like, I want to show people like the struggles and the craziness that we all went through because based how we was raised like we were told like oh you can't be this way or oh this is against God's will how did we like I just want to help my listeners how can we overcome that without degrading anyone or getting or people killing themselves so I just want to open up the floor and share your thoughts on it um for me I think it would be um reinforcements. Um mm. not a lot of people nowadays have family members or friends that they know since kids that are understanding. Like when I came out at my age of nineteen it was a little bit hard because a lot of times people, once you come out, the your image towards that person changes. Mm-hmm. So it's like for them to get accustomed to someone brand new, it's, I guess you can say it scares them a little bit. Mm. Yeah. Um, not going to say that over time it's not going to get better because you know over time it does get better but you gotta or sometimes you gotta remember that the person is used to seeing you one way and then all of a sudden they they feel like you changed or they get scared because they don't know what's gonna happen mm-hmm. basically like based on fear and they're not used to seeing you one way mm-hmm and it's like instead of seeing the whole you, they only saw like half of you, and it gets yeah. basically out of out of fear, and that's totally relatable because based when I came out, oh god, this was years ago, I was like in my early twenties, um, no, living in North Carolina, <laughs> it was not easy. Um, I was always constantly teased and judged and bullied. And the first person I came out to was my cousin. And she was, she's the most amazing person. She's also a mom and she understood me for me. And she was very open about it. And she was like, Ray, I love you for who you are. Fuck what these people say you think. I got your back if you mean anything. And ever since then, I felt like I had that reassurance with her because living in North Carolina at that time, it wasn't very open. I lived in the South, where you, where it's prominently white dominated very religious. and very yeah. religious and white dominated. On top of that, when you got those two crossed together, that's not a fucking good mix. That's a very uncomfortable environment, and that's when I had to really hide. I was really hiding from everything. I was down on myself, but I wasn't dating girls and much like that but I started slowly coming into my own and after coming out to my cousin I told one of my best friends my homegirl I still I'm friends with this day I tried to say yo I'm gay I've always liked dudes 
I said, please don't judge me for who I am. And she was like, bitch, I ain't judging you. You you know I got your fucking back. And I was like, oh my God, I felt such a huge relief on my shoulders because I didn't have that reinsurance going through high school, middle school, or elementary school. I was just like the outsider coming from New York. I mean, also, you you come from a... I mean, I had a different experience than you did because... Mm-hmm. We're, we both come from two different times. You're, I'm four. You're four years older than I am. So, um, mm-hmm. my experience, my experience with that, as far as coming out, um, for me, it was a little bit more easier to come out towards my friends than to my family because, I mean, I think it's the same thing as a black family household and a Spanish family household where your son mm-hmm. comes out and says they're gay and it's like the end of the world. Um, mm-hmm. especially me. Oh. oh, sorry. Especially me. No, I'm listening. Uh, especially me, where I'm the only boy. I'm the baby. So mm-hmm. it's like my mother's main concern was I'm not gonna have any um, grandchildren, and you know, I always told my mother to this day, you're gonna have grandchildren. It's just not gonna be the conventional way. It, that's just that's just how it is. Like, but uh, it's it's too different. The the times is is completely different, and I just feel like more, it more family members. I feel personally are more understanding than the outside world. How it is based on stereotypes, people mm-hmm. just being closed minded, and mm-hmm. it's it's kind of hard, and it, it scares some people just to come out. Just because of that. Which is very understanding because we all live in a very like ignorant world. We're gonna keep it at a thousand and a bunch of closed minded people like you were saying. But it's also cause like you said, I'm four years older than you because yeah, you know I'm old school too, shit. <laughs> it's like, yo, I was even scared to come out to my mother. Cause this is that's this is the woman that like, yo. She got my back, I got hers, and then it's like, though this is the one thing I kept holding from her because I didn't want to disappoint her. I'm gonna have kids down the road, but I'm just not messing with no meow meow, as you always know. We're not gonna do that. But once I came out to her, it was such a big relief of my shoulders, and I was just like, oh, happiness. And it got a little rough at after that, but at the end, we overcame, and that's like, we had to come together. And she's like, you're my son. I'm going to love you regardless for what people say and think. Because also another thing, I hate when some family members say, oh, oh, you made a choice to be gay. And when people say that, I'd be like, a choice to be gay? I was like, I ain't choose this. Like, I didn't choose to get teased get bullied, being around... My king, may I please piggyback off of that? Oh, yes. Go ahead, Elena. Yes. I want to hear this one. (laughs) What I have to... Because I'm listening to both of y'all, and I love what I'm hearing as far as, yes, two different time periods going through it. I'm very happy to be living in this time um, where... You know, I'm a straight, I'm a straight African-American female, okay? Mm -hmm. And we're living in a time where, yes, things are gradually becoming more accepting. And, 
you know, people are starting to pass. What I keep hearing is judgment. Judgment is the killer to all of this shit. If people would just stop caring about what others are doing, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't even be having this conversation of homophobia. Mm-hmm. It's all about a judgment. Just because you're gay, I'm straight, and I choose to live my life that way, why is that a, why is that a bad thing? If you're living your life and it's not harming anybody, you know what I mean? Yeah, like we have. Yeah. Like, and it's it's funny that you say that because um, I have I have straight friends. I have uh, numerous around straight friends, and I always we and we had a conversation like this at one at one point, and I, I asked them like, "What are y'all fear to be friends with the gay person?" and not every gay person's like this. Mm-hmm. I'm not like this. Okay. But a lot of times it's they some some of them say it's a lot of times the gay person comes and tries to highlight them or tries to convert them convert them or they're uncomfortable with how they portray themselves. Mm-hmm. And I want to piggyback off you with saying Peter because this is where we don't have that misunderstanding. Let me break it down for them. And I'm not the type of person to like convert or turn anybody. This is who I am. I have a lot of straight friends as well. This is where the closed mindedness do come in. They think that we're about mm-hmm. to hit on them. No, no, no. That's not the fact. You know who you are. You, you, I know who I am. If you know exactly who you are and you have no beef, like you say, and you have no one here, you're comfortable in your own sexuality, you shouldn't be feeling uncomfortable around anybody because we're not, all gay people are not going to hit on you. We're actually looking for that amazing brother or sister, like, yo, son, let's hang out, like, give them the inside of what's going on and share each other's, like, differences so we can all, like, we have each other's backs. But I, but I right. feel like, all that judgment, Elena, you were saying, and that closed-mindedness, those are the two poisons that's, like, really fucking us up. Excuse my French, but it's really fucking us up and it's giving us this divide, and we're here to tell, let our um our straight friends, brothers and sisters, let them know, like, yo, we not that type of people. We, we got your bag, just like you got our bag. Like, try to give us the chance right. to understand where we're coming from, because we went through a lot of shit probably more like probably similar what you went through you never know till you ask mm-hmm. and, and kind of kind of like what elena said where gay people are like black people we go we go on through the same yes. stuff we go through mm-hmm. the same shit unfortunately and it's like you know i say that because you know at the end of the day we're all judged, we're stereotyped, we're put into these boxes, these small category boxes. This is why I say, you know, people need to get out of TV, people need to get out of, you know, um, you know, joining these huge conversations about how people need to perceive this and that. How do you visualize things without somebody in your ear? You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You have a right to feel how you feel. But it's not your right to make everybody feel how you mm-hmm. feel. It's not anybody's right to make anybody feel mm-hmm. anything that they're feeling. You are entitled to your own judgment in your own self. Mm-hmm. 
Now, if it makes you uncomfortable within yourself, maybe you need to ask yourself the question, am I upset about how I'm feeling because maybe I'm feeling that way? Mm-hmm. You understand yes. what I'm saying? That's where you get those brothers that or sisters that have that confusion within self. You understand what I'm saying? Because I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm so busy judging somebody else. I'm not asking myself, is this what's going on with Or is me? this who I am? It's a nasty mirror. People judge people and be nasty to people because they can't look at their self and figure that shit out. You know, you know. And, and they don't want to be my honest. My bad. You know where I noticed that too? Work. Oh, that with yes. Work a lot. Yes. Um, <laughs> I was having a conversation with a friend, with a group of friends, and I was telling them, like, you know, a lot of the times work can be a little bit frustrating being a gay individual. And they were like, why? I said, because one thing I don't notice, and I'm not going to say what place that I work in, because, you know, mm-hmm. that's a little bit unprofessional. Oh, no worries. But, um, mm-hmm. Where I work at, they say they a lot of go, they're pro-gay. That they love gay people, they love um, diversity and everything. But at the end of the day, I don't see the diversity. Sure don't. You have two different two different types of individuals, and me personally, I feel that when the straight individual brings up an issue of they feel uncomfortable because what a gay person is saying or what they're doing, it's, oh my God, we got to talk to this person. We got to stop this attitude. We got to stop this. We got to stop that. But when that straight person does the same thing the gay person does to a straight female, it's mm-hmm. okay. It's all right. Where's the logic in that? It does, it's a bunch of double standards. Like, how, how am I well, supposed my- to, to feel comfortable where I work at, where I can't even be who I am as a person in this supposedly new modern time where being gay, bisexual, transsexual, it's okay. But then yeah, do they do stuff like this where it shows that they're still not comfortable with it and they're still not trying to move forward with it. They want to live in the past and they can't live in the past anymore. The the times are changing. And what most companies fail to realize, well, I'm not going to say the um, other company I used to work in as well, because most of you do, both of you do know, but in the company I was in a year and a half ago, they have zero tolerance on LGBT employees. Like, you got to understand this is a multi-billion-dollar company. They um they don't allow um discrimination against LGBT employees or anything. They're very like on the book. Like they don't play that. Like they will fire you on the spot. If, like if that person does something to them wrong or they harass them, especially if they're in the LGBT employee, like in that community, in the community, they will get fired or probably get arrested. And I did not know that shit. I'm like, whoa, okay, this is a whole new level. They don't play that. <laughs> but it's like over well, here, 
it's like we're going backwards instead of going forwards. If, like you're saying, Peter, if they're so, it's like it's too much double standarding going on, and it's about time we put an end to that and like slowly break the walls crumbling down. And it's like if the playing field was even, Stephen, we wouldn't be having these problems. People wouldn't. I'm gonna. No, go I'm ahead, sorry. baby. No, I want to hear what you have to say. All I'm right, sorry. no worries. Um, I was saying like Elena, um. If it was an even playing field and everybody was comfortable with themselves and stopped being double standards and stuff, we could really make the impossible possible. But we're so busy going backwards, we can't even see what's in front of us because we're so worried about, oh, oh, this person's making me feel uncomfortable. You shouldn't be feeling like that. Like that just gave you a suspicions of who you are as a person. And once they realize that, then that's what they be like, yo, I'm doing some double standard fucked up bullshit. Hmm. I'm going to debate the fact that we're going backwards. I'm going to say, I'm, I personally feel like it's not a fact of going backwards. It's a fact of progress not being made fast mm-hmm. enough. Meaning, Meaning, if we were going backwards, no offense, there would be more deaths. There would be a lot of things happening, Mm -hmm. right? We have so many amazing, positive, fabulous platforms for people to continue to create this fight and create the playing grounds that we're playing on. And I'm just saying this from experience as an African-American female living in New York City. Take a Take a quote from the black manual, my dear, because it is the new black. Mm-hmm. Okay, you got to keep pressing forward. You got to keep fighting for what is yours and keep that head chin up. You understand yes. what I'm saying? No, we are not going backwards. But do we need to continue breaking ground? Absolutely. And that's something that I highly agree on. There was, I don't remember what year it was, but I remember there was a year where, um, you know, the conversation in the news was like the slayings of, you know, just different um, people, people getting killed because they decided they wanted to dress like females. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. There are people out there that don't that don't feel comfortable enough to identify with themselves. So they go out on the sneak to, to get what they want. We're not going to say that doesn't mm-hmm. happen. However, however, right? This is a person that needs a platform like this to understand that it's okay to be. Just be who you are. And yes, it's it's beautiful to hear the story as, yeah, I got bullied and this is what happened because we need that space to release that energy so that way we can continue to be better. But to be going backwards, nope. We, we're moving in a way of we're going to progress today so that for tomorrow those beautiful people that decide listen this is who I am and I identify with this can be as comfortable as anybody else being born into this world stop thinking world that this is the way people are born is to be this way it's none of your business how they are the world is always going to populate itself yes tell it queen tell it because I definitely agree where you're coming from on that one because as long as we keep on progressing there's nothing that we can't do 
And this is where also I want to tell my amazing peoples that are on the download. I want to let them know or let the let the young ones know that are struggling coming to their own to let them know that they are not alone. You have a voice. Be that sweet, unique, amazing self. Be that secret sauce that you was meant to be. You are not meant to fit in like everybody else. You meant to stand out for a reason. Because if God decided to make everyone the same, will we be out here killing everybody else, killing our brothers and sisters at the same time? It'll, it'll be less murders and shit going on. But that's we all know better. That's not how the fucking way it works. So now we have to be the bigger people. Say, yo, right and right and wrong is wrong. It's time to break some shit because... We already got enough problems with with the corona going around as it is, and it's really showing. It's help. It's bringing people together, but also it's bringing up another side on the other side. Like there's the evils brewing going on. Because once this is, I hope once this whole pandemic is over with, I hope this people out there this whole experience open their eyes and learn that yo. Ignorance and judgment is one of the biggest poisons. It's fucking, it's killing us right now, and we can't not allow to let that happen anymore. Anymore longer. So I want to let these people know that yo, we have your back. You are amazing. You are unique in your own way, and do not let ever let anyone or anything or anyone capacity to tell you that what you can who you can cannot be or you chose to be this way but if everyone chose to be this way would be a lot of people kicking families kicking people out we wouldn't be going through a lot of overcrowding shelters that keep a buck in new york city you won't have people sleeping living on a train station or sleeping on the train like you never know like you don't like when i was out on my own living in the Bronx at the time, I seen a lot of shit. And I met these amazing, incredible people when I was staying in the halfway home before I stayed in Harlem. Some of these people went through, got kicked out because of their families and because they were on the low and their family didn't accept them. So they were placed in halfway, they was placed in the shelter system and were put in a halfway home. And till this day, they're doing so much better. They got jobs now. They they have the roof over their heads. They pay their rent. They they're like they even coming to me. They was like, "Yo, Ray, you're one of the dopest brothers ever." And they was like, "Yo," because they couldn't believe what I went through when I was telling them what I went through. They was like, "Yo, man, I can relate." Because I was staying with a roommate, and he now lives in Vegas. He's doing amazing right now, by the way. And he's one that's been giving me a roof over my head. I appreciate him every single day. I'm not going to say his name, but he know who he is if he's listening. I appreciate him every day. Like, he gave me a roof over my head. He taught me some things how to cook. Because you know me, Elena and Peter. Mm. I bake more than I cook. I'm a baker. And I cook a little bit, but not as much like I want to. He taught me certain things how to make my dish flavorful. Like, he taught me some culinary stuff. He said, I got you. He said, you know... We all got to learn something together, and he's gay, too. So it's like, it's amazing, like, how we unite together, and he gave me a roof over my head. So it's like, if I didn't have that, I don't know where the hell I would be because, yo, y'all both know I've been through a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> and, like, um, 
Um, yep. being being gay is like being a New Yorker. If you can handle it, you can do anything. Exactly, and never allow your past to be who you are. Because at the end of the day, hell yeah, you went through it, but look who you are. You fucking dope. And we're beautiful because we are living authentically mm-hmm. us. Yes. And that part and that part of us is put aside so we can focus on bigger and better things. Understand that world. You live your authentic. If you don't know what authentic means, your truth yourself live your true self and you can put so much space in your head for something else two snaps and a tea biscuit that's what the fuck i'm talking about okay. yes you, i'm loving you giving me the tea y'all this shit is amazing yes because yo it's funny it's like now i piggyback think about it i was like i to be honest with you i sometimes miss like i'm be like underestimating myself because I have been through mm. so much. I didn't realize how strong I am until I transformed, like I transformed it in my own unique way. I said, I'm not gonna let the situation break me. I'm just gonna transform it as best way I can. Cause I've been so busy trying yes. to figure it out. I didn't know that I was already overcoming it. It <laughs> I didn't know I was <laughs> I, I didn't okay. know I overcame came it like I didn't know I overcame the bullshit. I was like, I, like I'm we working like it's like when you're working, you're focusing so much how to figure this shit out. Like I'm so appreciative I have dope ass supervisors and dope ass managers that worked with me through that time because I didn't know what the hell was going on. I was so scared about opening my voice up and saying how I feel because I didn't I grew up not having real friends around me. I I got a couple of friends in North Carolina because mm. people don't understand. Like, I didn't have nobody. I was mainly by myself. I was always the outcast. So I didn't know how to be standing up for myself until I came back up here. When I came back up here, oh, some ain't right. They got you out. They trying to get you out your shell. Like, mm-mm, fuck that. Get out your fucking shell. I know it's not fucking easy, but get out your shell. Don't let nobody tell you any otherwise. Don't let people make you feel any other different because that shows something about who they are in their lives that they don't want to portray. And on top of that, that's why I kind of feel like some of the down, some of my amazing download peeps, damn relationships that they shouldn't be in because you're going to be that person on and hurt them at the same time. It's like you're holding this one big secret like, oh my gosh, what if this person don't like me? If you, if the person end up not like you, then you should already know that you don't deserve, that person don't deserve you. And you have to be that amazing, handsome king or queen that you can overcome, you can make the impossible possible and overcome your shit. Because nothing like being your authentic self, like you were saying, Elena, if people learn to be their authentic self, Oh, we would be the shit will not shit will not be going through the shit we we're going through now. We'll be so fucking yo, we'll be so on fucking point. And what I love about New York, we always come together. No matter where you're from, like what borough you're in, like we come together as peoples. And I'm just like, that's what I love about my hometown so much. 
And there were times I regretted. I said, damn, I wish I didn't leave it the first time. Cause maybe because, but I don't want to pick about what ifs. I'm going to focus on what's now. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, yo, look how much I've grown. Look how much I've become a voice that to be reckoned with. And look how I'm using, like, I'm a bitch. And I would never think this organization would take me for who I am. And saying, yo, look how unique I am. Like, I, I, yo, I always knew I could dance. I danced for fun, but I never thought I could use it to the extent of what I can, what I did. And that's what blew my mind. I was just like, whoa, okay. I should be doing this more. <laughs> so that's pretty much what's, yeah, that's pretty much what's going on around, like, is there anything else y'all want to really share or talk about? Any tea? Any? Any? Anything? Any rah rah? Because no. <laughs> <laughs> it feels so good to hear both y'all, all both y'all voices again. Because I'm in Hannah Lane, but I haven't heard much from Peter and and, and hear his voice in a while. Because I was like, it's been two months since I heard his voice. Voice. I was like, okay, it feels so fucking good to hear his voice because I miss our crazy antics together. I miss going out, coming to the Bronx. It's It sucks being in quarantine. I don't like it. This shit sucks. I mean, quarantine kind of has showed us something, though. Learn to save in a rainy day, for a rainy day. Oh, yes, because when we was working before, it was for me, it was kind of a little struggle because I was paying back stuff and bringing up my credit card score, paying rent and stuff behind backup rent. And I was just, because I'm trying to like save up and now this COVID, Corona said, okay, motherfuckers, let's put you guys on hold. Ding! I was like, oh, shit. Okay. I got money. I, oh, I'm getting on, oh, oh, shit. New York's giving, helping me get money so I can pay my bills. Ow, this is amazing. Come on, I'm like that getting that extra cheese early in the week. Oh, shit. <laughs> and even that food stamps. <laughs> oh my gosh. You guys, thank you so much. This shit was fucking dope. Like I no I'm happy. I'm happy that you guys came on this. And I'm like, like I was saying, Peter. Like mm-hmm. we were saying in the message, you know you are family. If you want to join in the ride, you know like how Elena is. Most people don't know. Me and Elena are like the the hosts of the Buddha Bear podcast, including Dita and Ashley. And I was like, why not Peter join in the fun? Exactly. Like these um these conversations, they're really awesome. I like being here because I feel as though, you know, mentally you get to declutter and it's really nice to like just have that, you know, one-on-one or, you know, even this, this is nice, the group interaction where we can like really piggyback off of different ideas. Everyone gets to hear different opinions, get to feel different vibrations and really get to connect on what it is that you're looking to hear because everybody doesn't speak the same language. Everybody has their own opinions or their own feelings on how things are to be or what they're going to be. The point is, you know, again, 
if we stopped living so judgmentally, we wouldn't be in the messes that we and are we wouldn't, and the parents wouldn't have to be burying their children as before their time, which it really it fucks me up till this day. Every time I look on the news, a young a young man or young girl is like killing themselves, and they're like in like beginning high school or middle school or something, and I'm like. What is going on? It's the struggle time. <laughs> Yo, it's, it's the struggles. People, kids go through mental struggles as they're transitioning into mm-hmm. that era anyway. You understand when they're transitioning from, you know, that coddling to, you know, almost real life adult situations. Like, you, you can honestly say sometimes going to work, you're dealing with, you know, high school stuff or you're dealing with, you know, real childish behaviors because, again, I feel like sometimes, you know, even in that, you see who Mm -hmm. people really are. And when you're not comfortable to say who you really are and you're, you're, maybe this is another conversation, like, you know, having that conversation within your home because confidence Mm -hmm. starts at home. Oh, you also, it starts from home, but it also can come from school too. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, but it can come from school, but your confidence should start at home so when you get to school, you're not Mm -hmm. bothered. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, you're right about that. School should reinforce it. School should reinforce it. Your confidence comes from your home and what you're, the first thing that you're hearing. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? The first thing that you're experiencing is your home. You're right about that. Now, if you don't get it from home, mm-hmm. right, then then it comes in from other places, which is <laughs> messed up, but it should be available. And you know what's funny? Between both of y'all two, my confidence didn't come from home to keep it a butt. And I don't know if you, mm. if you noticed, but my confidence didn't come from home. It started coming from, like... When not like not from school either. It's like when I came back up here, like when I went to culinary school a little bit and I started taking like like dance lessons or whatever, like you know, just learning dance moves because when I was like in my teens or whatever, I was always picturing to be like I wanted to be a real performer, wanted to be part of a band or something like S Club Seven back in them days and or like Liberty X or something. Yeah, I was a real poppy. I was into eclectic types of music and dance. So even though I wasn't trained, like I got my confidence through music and dance, like watching. Yeah, a little bit of that too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for like the Pussycat Dolls, because yeah, I got it from them too. Like these bands taught me how to believe in myself because I wasn't getting that getting that much influence from home or from at school as much because I didn't fit in. But I learned through music like watching other artists and I had to teach myself like being confident, be your own self and I I started feeling like my normal self again. I started feeling good about me and that's when it comes out with all the booty popping and this this burst of energy because you two have seen how I dance and you guys be like is this the same mother what the he 
the hell? Yeah, it's very freeing. You're very free when you're dancing. And it's like, that's, you know, find that thing. What is that thing that makes you forget about everybody? Forget about you. Forget forget about everybody and just let your spirit... Everybody has their own outlets do. of expressing... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I use my baking and dancing as my outlets. It's like I be trying, I be practicing, making some weird shit in the kitchen. Because when I'm not in the with, I'm not in the kitchen. I be like, ugh, I be not motivated, and I, mean, I notice that. For me, I for me, oddly, yeah. my way of getting away is learning. Actually, oddly, like Ooh. I just like to learn. That's mm. that's my thing. I noticed that a little bit about y'all. Say he's always like learning something new. Like he's always into something next. He's like, no, I gotta learn something else. I've I've always kind of noticed a little bit about y'all. Like, oh, I mean, I mean, for me, knowledge is very important. Mm-hmm. Like, knowledge for me is like one one of the the things that I, I besides friendship and family, I hold like up there as well. Like, I just feel like learning new stuff is just like a very um adventurous thing. And being able to share that and being able to um, to live through it is just uh, such a wonderful thing. It's awesome. It really is. Like, I don't know if you noticed, like, I finally bought my, I got my fryer from FedEx. And then I ordered from Amazon, my deep fryer. And I have been dying yeah. I finally found me some chicken I can get from outside the neighborhood that's organic because the the chicken, remember I told you guys I couldn't eat the chicken in my area where I was at because cause of COVID-19. I finally found a store that I could go get good fresh chicken where my sister works at. I was like, oh shit. She said, Ray, just come to my job. Like, we got chicken. Because you know we can't eat the chicken because my sister got sick from the chicken where she ate at. I don't know if I told you because she went to can she went to um no the chicken spot down the block on Beverly. <laughs> on Beverly Hell no. Nope. <laughs> no. <Ocean> Avenue. <laughs> you don't go to no damn chicken spot, man. Nope. Not down. Sorry. These people ain't. Let me tell you something. We going through COVID because human beings are gross. I don't care how nobody feels. You don't cover your damn mouth. You don't cover your goddamn nose. You sure think hand sanitizer is water because you're you're scared to wash your hands with a little soap and bubbles. You know what I'm saying? You in public. You're hacking. You're coughing. I swear. Sometimes I feel like I'm gonna be on World Star, y'all, because I be cursing people out. What the fuck? What the fuck yo, are you doing? Yo, so when you said she went to the once you said chicken spot, <laughs> I already knew. Goddamn, who was practicing? Yo, health not and even left. You don't eat nobody else's. No, this right is before. Now. This is like before we even got on shutdown. Because my mother was telling me about. My mother was like, "Yo, you know, Phaedra got sick from you know what's a what chicken spot." What chicken spot? Sit down and buy the two train station by Beverly. I said, you're fucking kidding me. And that's her favorite spot to eat. And this never happened before. And then that's when my mom was telling me, yo, Ray, don't eat no more fucking chicken. Don't eat no more chicken in this neighborhood. 
because the virus is going into our food, our the meat supply. And then when the news started popping about old oh, Trump saying, "Oh, we want to keep the meat stop open," I was like, "Oh, he's trying to kill it. Oh, he's trying to kill everybody." <laughs> right. I have no problem becoming a vegetarian. No problem. Yo, he's so, so don't feel bad. I, I'm Lena, Peter. I'm sitting like this, and my mother's showing me this in the news on her iPad. I'm like, he's really trying to kill us, and these motherfuckers that supporting him, they don't have a clue that they're gonna die. I'm like, wait, they don't even they know sure how to support. <laughs> wait, I'm dead. They're really. Like they're crazy. They want to support Trump, but they talking about open small. Talking about open damn nail salons about, and shit. Nail salon, my listen, fucking ass. You better keep your ass listen. home. I'm hearing down south. They opening Georgia and Florida up and North Carolina up, and they don't even fucking damn know the damn COVID nineteen cases is going up. Are you fucking stupid? All I'm saying is, if you're going to support Trump. You know, you can't be on both sides of the fight. Like, I don't, I don't know what the hell's going on, but yeah, everybody's getting yo, because when I told you and Peter, I say, yo, I say, yo, fams, I can't eat no more chicken. Peter was like, what? Why not? Because of the virus, they're fucking up um, my damn chicken. I'm gonna have your time laughing with this. What happened? Trump, Trump is like a shiny Pokemon, never to be seen. <laughs> shiny, <Yes>. shiny. <laughs> orange. Yo, you gotta stop. We, we, this is we're making it about the orange person, about the orange. not about. But it's but no, but it's not. It feels good. Like this is something we can also talk about for the next episode because. Yo, I'm really trying to really break some walls down and help people out because they got to see the truth, bro. They got to see it for themselves. Cause they Just don't, don't turn it. orange, okay? No. All <laughs> oh, the shit. All mm. oh, the shit. About orange <laughs> <new> black. Wait. <laughs> I'm done. Yo, this annoying. is why. Audience, if you're listening, these are my man bags. That's I right. have Prada. Oh, I've been, I've been upgraded again to Prada again? Okay. <laughs> oh, I shit. Guess. You can have your position. Well, hey, you. since I'm always Gucci, because I'm trying to keep the Gucci-ness inside. I'm like, damn, because I'm that freshness. That's I keep right. the brothers you're, coming. You're freshness, and I'm spicy as fuck. Oh, that's some true-ass shit. Exactly. That's why I fucking love you. <laughs> Because what I love about Peter, yo, Peter don't give a fuck. When I say he don't give a fuck, I be looking up to him like, how you don't give? He'd be like, Ray, just don't give a fuck. Because now I'm learning not, I'm getting, I'm learning so much from him now. I'm like, not giving a fuck. Everybody looking at me like, oh, I said, oh, hello, how you doing? You want to say hi to me? Oh, I, I even spoke in Spanish. Yo, Peter, you'd be so proud of me. I spoke a little Spanish in the um, corner store because I'm coming up in here. Mm-hmm. You know, I play my mom's numbers every morning for her. I'm walking. I'm in the store. I'm wait, We're waiting in line. And with the lines moving, and then the next, you know, you see them, all these amazing construction workers. Amen to them. Like, working Amen. on an apartment building. Mm-hmm. Because, bruh, there be some of them amazing peeps. 
But long story short, I love my poppy chulos. You know I do. I, I have a soft spot for all my poppies and mama seeds. Yeah, I bet shit. you do. But yo, they was like crowding mm. the 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 um the front counter, and I'm over here like I was like I know these people that oh they join the crowd the whole counter. I said permiso, hola, how you doing? Permiso. That was permiso. very hard. Can you excuse me? Because I want to play my numbers. You know, Peter, they looked at me like, what the fuck? You spoke Spanish? They just were shocked that I spoke Spanish. I said, permiso, can y'all move out the way? Can I play my numbers for you, please? Um, Thank you. Learning another language is a very powerful thing. Knowing another language, I mean. Yeah. It's a very I'm, powerful thing. I'm still learning. For, I'm still learning another. Once I'm learning my Spanish and Japanese, I'll become the most Happy dominant bitch on fucking earth. Because I really want to go to Japan so badly when this whole shit is over. But I know we ain't going to go there for like a long damn time because this Mm-mm. shit's going on. But Mm-mm-mm. I really want to start traveling again. I, I want to go to Vegas. I've never been to Vegas. <sighs> I want to go to I want to go to Florida or Vegas or something. Just Vegas, to... I was trying to go this year and I couldn't even go. Bruh, like now finally I got the money. Like we can't even we came to do a group trip, a group trip together. I wanted to ask Elena and you, like, yo, can we just go to Vegas? I never done Vegas and shit before, and I know the guys over there be cute and shit, but yo, it's what stays in, What happens to Vegas? Stays in stays Vegas. Vegas. Well, <laughs> oh, for the love of God, y'all! And oh my gosh, I'm so happy you two are part of this podcast as well, because this, because I was getting kind of nervous. I was like. Should I talk about this? I'm like, I got this uncomfortable pit in my stomach. And then something was like, go for it. And I just, Elena was you saying, yo, boo, go for it. Go for it. I'm like, you sure? Okay. And that's when, that's when I started like getting the hang of this. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we're on episode four. This shit is amazing. Mm-hmm. And, since, and since Peter's going to be back. And no conversation or taboo either. Like, shit needs to be said. You know what I'm saying? No such thing as a, a dumb question other than being unasked. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Exactly. And I want to let the all know. I keep telling them, please, I like, don't be afraid to ask questions. Send your shout outs. I want to hear their honest, hear everyone's honest opinion because if it wasn't, for supportive people like you guys, I don't think I would ever done this because I was like, when this whole Corona started, I was like, what can do? What can I do now? I'm like, I'm like, should I start up a podcast? Because it's funny how I started, like how I wanted to do it. It's like I'm scrolling on Instagram and I keep seeing Anchor. I'm like, okay, what's going with Anchor? It say you could create a podcast for free. You don't have to go through no bullshit. I was like, I was like, yes. Yeah. And so I started checking it out. And long behold, I start, I got my title. I got my concept, what I want my podcast to be about. So I want people to feel good about themselves and also be in the kitchen and eat some amazing food, some, some good, some not so good. They want to have a little snack here and there. I want them to feel good. And then I was going to do like a video recording because I was, remember you kept telling me I wanted to get a camera and I couldn't. And I was like, I might as well have to get the camera. I was like, yeah, you know what? Now people want to know what I'm doing for this episode. 
And it sucked. I didn't do a food segment for this part because I want to really touch base on the topic of what's at hand. I guess this is the one that yeah, I want people to really to hear my voice. I'm not even doing no audio background music, none of that. I'm just giving this raw, unedited, funk, funk for real, real shit. Yeah, you ain't gonna get anywhere else. And I just hope I'm. I hope I can reach out to people as much as I can through this podcast. Because it's really growing. I'm seeing 21 people are, have been listening to it so far, and it's still growing. Growth is a slow progress. And, well, and I'm loving it. I'm just loving the process. Mm-hmm. Shit. I'm just like, and I'm getting like responses from back in North Carolina. I got friends in North, a couple of friends in North Carolina. They're like, oh my God, what's your thing? I want to hear. I even got some people from where I went in the, in the, SGI, they're like, oh, sweat, let me know when your podcast comes. They start listening. I was like, oh, shit. They're really hearing me out. They're really impressed. I'm like, I'm on the right path. You never know. I always want to have my own wonderful show with my amazing, with my amazing host. We be in the kitchen gossiping, talk about hot topics. I want Exactly, and this one was mm-hmm. caliente, okay? okay? Yes, mommy. Yes, dear. You already know, baby. I, I, you know, it's all. It's about loving all people. Like I love people. I'm. I, why is that so hard? Why is it so hard to love and just love genuinely? Like you don't have to. You don't have to be in love. You don't have to be telling that person I love you I love you but we're all people we're all here out of how many sperms that could have got to that egg God chose us to be special in our own way who the fuck Uh, is anybody to judge that that. I want to hear this (laughs) oh my god because people stink that's all it is people stink from their breath to their ass. Literally. <laughs> well, if they would stop stinking and, and stop focusing on these dumbass issues, we would have a hold of our goddamn government. We would have a hold of coronavirus. We would yeah, have a we hold be... of a lot of things, guys, for real. Yeah, but like, this is the whole point yeah, of Yeah, because right now like, we are stop. not united. We got motherfuckers in the government that's trying to rip everything that Obama did, and now they're just like ripping everything apart from our constitution. I'm like, are these people really gonna go ahead and think that this shit is okay? Like, and they they could try, they could try to think it's okay. Yo. <laughs> we out here, stop playing. <laughs> oh my God. Stop. Yo, it's it's some, <laughs> yo, it's some it's some shit, yo. It's like it's like we're all put like we were not put in the United States to put go against each other. We're supposed to be united despite our differences in sexuality and shit. We're not supposed to be no damn monarchy countries and shit. We're supposed to, we're unique in our own fucking way. And I love. Well, Peter just got an A. In uh, what is it called? Western, Western civilization. History? You should know that's the discovery. The and that's what the oh, fuck I'm Western talking about. You and your A minus. You better fucking go, boy. 
so with that in mind, you already know the well, no, history Western, of this, uh, Western civilization is you know, not, the history they speak and of. I think that's why a lot of people be confused. Western civilization has nothing to do with the um, yes. United States at all. It's um, Western civilization is more about the Greeks, um, their start, um, Persian War, mm. um, a little bit, a little bit about the um, beliefs of religion. On top of why people believed mm-hmm. Egyptians were like pharaoh gods, what made them think like that, more stuff like that than the U.S. I think that's a little bit more. In- yeah, I believe that one. I believe it. So that sounds interesting. Um, but yeah, the 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 um the class was a very interesting class. I actually really enjoyed it. I'm happy you did enjoy. That's amazing, and you got an A minus. Future Damn, teacher listen. in the making. Mm-hmm. That's what I gotta say. God bless you. That's right. That's right, my peoples. You got a future teacher that's in the making on this wonderful podcast. Be on the lookout for Peter Sanchez. You got yourself an amazing, handsome entrepreneur, but baker, Buddhist, and a damn podcaster. Because I'm really thinking about. On each okay. episode, I'm remember I told you I wanted to really start selling my goodies to bring Buddha Bear Bakery like yes. Buddha, to life and to have life. a storefront because I want to really show people, give back into New York City in my community, how pe- show people how to bake, show people a little bit how to cook, um, also have a, a authentic platform to also have dance performances and have a DJ. And it's always been my dream to do it here in New York City, even like, especially in Brooklyn, because you know, Brooklyn is also, it's not becoming for some reason the hot spot to go to, especially near Williamsburg or near my neighborhood. And, and you know me, I I grew up in Harlem, Harlem all day, NYC all day, every day. But it's like, it's become the it, damn borough for some reason. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Because before it was, it was just a normal ass borough. Because I love the Bronx Don't too, man. I love all of New York City. Let's keep it that way. I love Queens. I love Harlem. I love Bronx. I love all my peoples. Especially the damn food. Because you know, I'm a fat ass. But, um, <laughs> but it's like, I really want to open my base right here in New York City. Because I believe that I want to show people and give them a creative outlet that anything is possible. Like, I'm doing this from out of my career, from baking and shit, so why not manifest in something that can help people and help mm-hmm. people get jobs on top of it? Yeah, because that's, that's the whole Whoa. concept of, like, Buddha Bear, the bakery, bakery cafe lounge, because I want people, because we're going to have a bar, already made it like we're gonna have a bar have a barista machine not just coffee but also liquor and have some amazing treats vegan non-vegan people that want to get get their sweet on people that want to stay away from their um gluten-free shit i already have it visioned in my brain it's like a pitch i see clear as day mm-hmm yep. don't give so it away like, that's how i want it with this podcast it's, it's part of the Buddha Bear outlet. 
So Buddha Bear Talks, Buddha Bear Bakery, and Cafe Lounge. It's that's that's my branch. That's how we're gonna do it. And I'm gonna get back into the city and show people that we could do some incredible things. I have a we have a dope ass teacher in the making. We have a dope ass nail technician, Elena, in the making. You have these. You have Ashley that does fucking makeup and fucking nails and make drinks. You have Dita that does hair. Like, where can you get this from anywhere else? And out of all places, New York City, where we, where I live, and I met these amazing dope ass people face to face and made friendships along the way. Like, I would never think I would have dope, amazing friends like you guys. I'm so used to being alone and been so afraid. Now I'm like, I don't have to be afraid anymore. Like, I can go for what I want without no consequences. So it's like, people used to tell me, oh, I need to wake up. I have my, my family, my aunts and cousins say, oh, you're so lazy. I used to be lazy. Let's keep it a thousand. Who, who else hasn't been lazy? And they keep talking like you're perfect. Like, right. they get a thrive of putting people down, but they kind of fail to realize they're blocking their fucking blessings and the potential with they should be doing in their own lives, but they're so busy putting people down that they understand that it's fucking them up in the process. It's a cause and effect thing. You talk down to people in their own unique, nasty, fucked up way, you ain't gonna get your blood. You're gonna get a weird, nasty cause and effect in your own nasty, funky way. That's why I learned not to be nasty as much because being in the practice, I've seen some crazy shit, Elena and Peter, like to the point I had friends come and go to the point it was like the practice is pushing people away that I don't need to be around with and surrounding people that I need to be with. And mm. I noticed that. And I'm just like, when I noticed you, Peter and you I, and you, Elena, I was like, okay. I was like, all right, he's, he's, he's in my life for a reason. I was like, he's really on my team. And I, like really, really on my team. He get on my fucking nerves, but he's on my fucking. It's my team. job to get on people's nerves. But <laughs> <laughs> he made, he made me want to pull his fucking hair and teeth and beard at times. But this motherfucker got my back, and nobody else got my back. The same go for Elena. Like I could really say that. And Dita came along, and then it, it, this became this click. Like it became a piece of the puzzle. Then I met Ashley when I was working at my other job. When I when I left my old job, she came in. I don't know, like came in out of the blue. Like you talk about how I am. She's the mirror. She's the female version of me. If you ever notice? If you ever notice, Ash, um, Elena, <laughs> Ashley is the female version of me, but so unique, so down to earth, and her yummy chocolatey skin, like dark chocolate mocha bunny. Like she's a dope ass barista. She, yeah, yo, I like her so far she's pretty. Dope. People keep sleeping on these amazing entrepreneurs. Page. I tell my listeners, if you want to be a fucking entrepreneur, fucking do it. Do that. You you gotta t- spend some money out your pocket to make your dream a reality. Do it, cause I bought me an electric mixer. I bought me a damn fryer. I bought some ingredients. I finally bought me some sugar, and I also want to try this Domino's golden sugar. It's less processed, but just it basically is all just like regular sugar but it's yummier and less processed and I'm trying to see if I can make some new cookie recipe because I want to really 
show you two how to I know y'all know how to bake and cook and shit but I want to show you how how to make some yummy treats oh it will be nice maybe um we could get a virtual thing going once we're done with this um we can text and I'll let you know what's going on we could do like a virtual See thing where we can like actually like you know get things done in the way that we could get it because <laughs> I don't have no Okay, Electric grandma. Mixer, but I sure do oh, have these grandma on right. I stir it Don't up, call her right? Grandma. <laughs> in the We're kitchen, the kitchen like, a like a stir fry. What's wrong with grandma? Grandma, let me tell you something. People Word. wish they had grandma right now because half of y'all can't even cook. <laughs> Talk to me. Shit, I'll be Yo, grandma. you be making. I'll be watching how you make what? some fucking chicken Talk and mac and cheese. It. I was like, Elena, do I need to come to the Bronx when this whole COVID nineteen? All, all, all I gotta say is one word. From you. Well, two words, I guess. It's two words. Listen, no, please. potato salad. Food. Chicken. <laughs> do that. Oh my We're God. not gonna do this. We're not. Gonna and do I'm it. so We're sad we didn't do the food segment, but I'm Mom. happy we didn't do a food segment for this. Because you know what I was gonna do for um for this episode, I was gonna show you guys how to make mustard fried what? chicken with my new fryer. Mm. Oh man! I love and I never had mustard fried chicken before. Fried chicken, bro. Uh. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Got to do it. Yo, I'm down because I I got because I want to show you guys my fryer. Oh my god, I'm such a giddy kid in the candy, so I'm such a nerd. I'm loving this because my family knows like, yo, you love cooking stuff. I say, yeah, come on. You know how many times I watch the Food Network every day? Whatever I watch, my Pussycat Dolls. I remember this when I was living with my grandma. I watch MTV, TRL, watch the Pussycat Dolls, and then switch on the Food Network and be like, from Paula Dean. I know we're gonna make something yummy. Prodacious apple cinnamon pie. I'm like, ooh, it just tingled my soul. And I'll be in the kitchen, like, I'm getting everything set up. I'm like, yes. Hmm. Like, um, yo, it's gonna be amazing. I can't fucking wait. Oh my goodness. Damn, I've done 63 minutes worth of audio. This shit is amazing. <laughs> and I can't wait to release the episode. Yes. <laughs> Thank you Actually, so thank, thank you, you so much for, for joining us. me. I really appreciate it. And you guys, if you really haven't been following on our social media, I'm gonna repeat it again. Follow me at Buddha Bed Talks 2020 on Instagram, or you can follow my personal page, Ray Evolution 85. Elena, Elena. Right. Imperfectly perfect glamour. Spelled, um, sorry, imperfectly perfect. Yes, yes. And Peter, you want to give him your Instagram so can follow is you as well. A lovely life ninety. Um, underscore with before a and ninety afterwards, or something like that. Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> and if you, if my listeners, all my listeners, if you want us to make a small donation. Please go do so in the dis- in the description box on the Anchor app or Anchor.fm, so you can support amazing future episodes and more surprises along the way. This is amazing. On this next segment, we're gonna start showing you some guys' encouragement that I got from Mr. Daisaku Cater to my friends. 
All right, you guys. Thank you so much. Peter, Elena, you're dope. Yeah. We're going I will see. Yes. When we get off the when we get off this, we got some tea to talk about, all right? Yes. Man. Group chat. Hey everyone, we are back and I'm here to give you some encouragement to end out today's episode. It's from to my friends. Happiness is not one's sole domain, nor is unhappiness reserved for others. While being sensitive to each other, each person's situation, let's strengthen and deepen our connections to one another and broaden our solidarity of trust. This is from Mr. Daisaku Akamas. Akita's to my friends. And this is also published in the Shakyu Shimbun in Japan. So if you want to read more about this amazing guys that I'm giving it to you guys on, visit www.shiusa.org for more information. And you'll get more in depth of how I started in the practice. And also you get to read more encouragement and do intro meetings. So Without further ado, I hope you guys enjoyed this amazing episode. I hope and pray that you guys got the encouragement and the love and support that I'm giving because you guys know I love every single, each and one of you. To all my amazing LGBT brothers and sisters, you guys are fucking amazing. Let's tear down these fucking walls of ignorance and start uniting each other and stop shaming each other so that we can unite and defeat the true enemy that's against us all. So now, as we head on out for this episode, I love you all. Please be safe. And the next episode, we are going to be making some downright mustard fried chicken for episode five, okay? So start getting your recipe together, all right? I'm going to start sending some information very, very soon on how to make our amazing mustard fried chicken for episode five. Till then, be safe, send love, love you all the most, be safe, my family. Peace out.